Well, we're talking with Paul Wagner of ThroughTheBungHole.com, a wine educator, an amazing wine blogger, and who's going to lead another Amo Waterways wine cruise. So we'll be talking about that, I'm sure, maybe in the coming year. But Paul, I want to talk to you a little bit about California wines, because I think in many ways they're misunderstood. Some of them have gotten to be really expensive. When I started writing about wine in California, there were about, the Wine Institute had about 300 members. I think they have over 3,000 members. (laughs) There are almost 4,000 wineries in California now. And the interesting part, Paul, there are now almost 10,000 wineries in America. There are wineries in every one of the 50 states. Well, this ties into the subject of travel. And with your knowledge of it, are there some places in California and America that maybe you really should make a wine pilgrimage to? There are certainly places that make great wine, and obviously the most famous is the Napa Valley. But these days, it's amazing. I have had really good wine. I have a very good muscat made in Oklahoma. I have had Cabernet Franc from Kentucky. I have had a delicious red Bordeaux blend-style wine from Virginia. We're making great wine all over the country. And to me, the fun is that as you travel, I was in Minnesota last week at the Cold Climate Viticulture Conference. If you're in Minnesota, it's cold (laughs) climate in January. And I was served a plate of what they called local specialties that were, what did they call them, smoked, brined, pickled, and salted. And they had gravlocks, and they have smoked summer sausage, and they had pickles, and they had all these things that had been made right there on the property. You could select a couple of different wines made from Minnesota grapes to drink with this. To me, that's the fun of travel. You can travel all over the world and still drink your Budweiser or your simple California wine, but the fun of traveling is to go to these different places and taste something new and different and interesting. The local wines, I mean, certainly going, as you mentioned, uh, the German wines. Oh, yeah. There are just incredible wines in Europe that no one has ever heard of. Portuguese wines. uh, It's not just port in Portugal. And Spanish wines. My gosh. Now, you're a member of some group in Spain, aren't you, that is quite famous? Well, actually, I was given a Lifetime Achievement Award by the National Festival of Wine in Spain a couple of years ago, which made me feel like a very old person. Um, I asked them if I had to die now, and they assured me, no, that I could still keep living. But yeah, the Feria Nacional del Vino. Spain has wonderful wine regions. In America, we've heard of Sherry. We've probably heard of Cava, the great sparkling wine out of Barcelona. And we've probably heard of Rioja. But there are so many other regions. Near Rioja is Navarra, which makes wonderful wines. There's some beautiful white wines from Drueda. Every region in Spain is making something interesting. And you could easily spend a month just traveling around Spain, checking out the different wine regions, eating the local foods. That, to me, is the fun of travel. Oh, totally. And when you get to Catalonia and Barcelona and yep. and at the other end, the Basque country, around San Sebastian. And, what and, amazing oh, food. Well, it's the food, but it's also the local wine. And I want yes. to ask you an observation that I've just sort of formulated as an amateur over the years, is that in Europe, if you're eating in a fairly good restaurant, buying the house wine not only saves you money, but the restaurant seems inordinately proud of their house wine. It's not like some kind of thing that's coming out of a box. Here's the real difference, Paul, and it's, it's a difference in the market. In America, we sell wines primarily by brand, and the big national brands, and no disrespect, these are good wines, but the big national brands tend to be able to achieve the biggest economies of scale. So if you're getting an inexpensive wine, you're probably getting it from somebody who makes, let's say, a 
million cases of a perfectly good, perfectly decent wine, but it's not going to have any local interest or connections or peculiarities. Nobody in Europe has that kind of huge national brand. So the local restaurants have a tendency, instead of turning to somebody half a continent away and saying, send me 10 cases of your cheapest wine, they look right around in their local neighborhood and they say, is it Pedro? Is it Francois? Is it Hans who makes a pretty good, decent wine for not very much money? Let's use his for the house wine. And you're absolutely right. It's a great way to explore. It truly is. And I'm not sure that I've ever had a bad house wine. I mean, uh, they vary perhaps in style and technique and a lot of things, 